And three, two, one. This is Chris Reynolds and welcome to the Entrepreneur House podcast. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs creating events and retreats all over the world. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with other successful entrepreneurs, be sure to apply at theentrepreneurhouse.com. Today, listeners, we are welcoming Leon Hoffman to the show. Leon Hells from Berlin, Germany, has been an entrepreneur for eight years and founded a crowdsourcing-based agency called ClickYourAds.com. ClickYourAds is a service agency finding experts in different fields and outsourcing them. Ironically, Leon and I met in a co-living workspace in a small town in the south of Morocco called Tagazoo. We got the chance to spend some time talking business, life, and philosophy together, and he had some great experiences as a location-independent entrepreneur and building his business and team up to what it is today, and I thought he would be a great guest. With that, Leon, welcome to the show. Hi, Chris. I'm fine. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for calling in, man. It's really great to have you and good to catch up also. So um, we're going to talk about kind of how you got your start as an entrepreneur and how you became the businessman that you are today before we dive into learning the, the specifics and details about the business. So can you start from your humble beginnings in Berlin and how you made it as an entrepreneur today? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm, yeah, as I said, I'm Leon. I'm 30 years old from Berlin and I'm also in Berlin at the moment. Um, I'm from a you can say, um, entrepreneurial family. So my parents are both self-employed and I, I started the high school and then studied, I studied marketing with a event marketing focus and then worked in a, a marketing agency organizing events for around six years. And yeah, from time to time, I always had the huge will of, of going out, seeing the world, going to travel. And at the same time, I was kind of feel, felt burnt out from the high demand in my agency and from the workload. Yeah, and from around one or two months to the other, I decided to do a huge break and sell all my things and started to travel. This was around 2013, so I got rid of all my stuff mm -hmm. and went to Asia with a 11, 10 kilo bag and my laptop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this was a huge break in my, my history. And then while this long, long journey, I started Click Your Ads, as you mentioned in the beginning, which is still my, my major um, job, my major um, in, income flow. And um, yeah, while this, while this three or four years, I also became a co-founder and founder of a few other projects, which I all still do at the moment. Amazing. And so... Let's go back to your childhood. Now, you said both of your parents were entrepreneurs. Um, do you feel like you, you learned a lot from them growing up, being in an, entrepreneur, an entrepreneurial family? Yeah, I think so. Um, so, so my father um, left us when he was two, but when I was around um, 14 to 15, I started to see him regularly again, and he's, a, I would say, a real entrepreneur. He's a very good businessman and he had a huge influence on me and taught me a lot about taught me a lot about sales and how to run a business and yeah i think i got a lot of his um how do you say um his idea of how to build a business how to run life how to um yeah be successful so i think he got a huge influence on this and also the the founder and the 
CEO of the agency I was working to in. I think he's a, he was a really great influence for me too because he's a nice businessman and he taught me a lot of a lot of stuff on the way in the six years I was working for him. So I think he and my father was a huge influence for becoming an entrepreneur. What would you say is the biggest lesson you learned from your father as an entrepreneur? Um, I think it's it's to take risk. So you have to take risk if you are an entrepreneur. Don't be afraid of failing and just be brave enough to go for it and do it. And so before you started Click Your Ads, were you working as an employee or were you doing side jobs as trying to build a business or what, what was it like for you during that time? I left my I left parents' home when I was 17 and had my own flat, went to another city, which is Hamburg. So I became independent very early and was financing myself from side jobs and also started a few small, uh, tiny, or tried to, to start tiny, tiny um, self-employed stuff, but that was never working out. So I um, financed myself from around 17 on with side jobs and then did the study also with side jobs financed and then was an employee for six years in the agency before I started the, the long journey and had the huge break with selling everything. Excellent. And so when you decided to leave Germany and then travel abroad for some time, did you have the idea that you would start a business beforehand? Yeah, it was around a year before I, read, I was reading all the articles about how easy it is to, or that it is possible to run any self-employed or freelancing or employed job while traveling since the digitalization of the of the industry and all of that so i was very into, um, excited about all the location independent entrepreneurs and it was kind of the idea to go out see the world and see if it's possible for me to be um focused enough and uh, yeah focused enough to work while traveling so it was kind of a proof on the job life proof and yeah it worked out for me and why'd you choose a crowdsourcing agency to start as your first business? What was it about it? Did you have experience in that space and kind of know it from previous work? Yeah, I was, I was working in this marketing agency from the study marketing. So um, I was very, I was kind of an expert in the marketing niche. Uh-huh. And I was not very aware of the online marketing industry. But while I work in the agency, I had a lot of like, uh, I worked with digital agencies and they had their part, I had mine, but I was digging more and more into it and then founding out having my knowledge executed in the digital world would allow me to do it from anywhere. You know, if I do event, event management, event marketing, I need to be obviously um, on site. But if, um, if I'm doing digital marketing or event marketing, I obviously don't have to be on site, I just need a computer and the internet. So this was mainly the reason to switch my expertise from live marketing to online marketing. So then you bought the domain? Yeah, it's a bit confusing. It sounds okay. a bit like a, like a spam website, you know? Uh-huh. Um, I, was, I was searching. I was in Australia, uh, Australia when I um, bought that domain and founded the, and created the brand. And I had a lot of other names, but they were all token, and I had a bit of pressure to, to get it all going. And this was kind of 
kind of what I thought it covers it a bit. The idea was and still is to make it easy for smaller companies and startups to buy digital marketing online to get access to great freelancers. So I think a better name would be kind of crowdagency.com or something. But now, as you know, as a digital digital guy, all the backlinks are on this on this domain right now. So it's kind of hard for me to to rebrand it. Mm-hmm. I'm not really happy with the name. It does not really explain what I'm doing. But yeah, this is kind of historical grown, and now it is kick your ass still. Very cool. And so, what was it like for you starting out? I'd like to to inform the listeners, kind of, you know, you're starting your first quote unquote business. And it's kind of a new space for you. So I'd like to go through your mind and the trials and errors that you had starting out and then getting to the point where you started to build a team. Yeah. Yeah. The first year was, was very, very stressful for me. I was, uh, I was not starting with a huge budget on this journey. It was around four or 5,000 euros. Mm-hmm. And this is not taking you far, as you know. So I had a huge pressure on my shoulders building something that, Bounce myself and that pays off, and it 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 uh, it was at the end paying off. But this year was so stressful, and I was so often with overbooked credit cards and run totally out of money. And yeah, it was a very very tough time. And everybody seeing me on these small islands in Asia, Australia, and on the beaches, saying this is a total stupid or um, addictive addicted guy to computers because he's sitting here in the most beautiful places in the world and sitting in front of his computer for 10 hours a day, every day, without mm-hmm. any breaks. Well, there was no other chance. I needed to get it going anyhow. And yeah, so the first year was very, very stressful, and the second year paid off. So from then on, everything went a lot smoother. And the third year was again growing, and I was able to get first to grow the team. And this year was, again, a very, very good year. And yeah, so the first year was a, was a pain, and the rest... It was getting more and more fun every year, I would say. And how big is your team now, Leon? Um, we have been four at this year, uh, in this year, mm-hmm. but now we had a change. Um, we got smaller again uh, because of several reasons. It's It's been an internal decision, but we've been four this year, and now we're two again. Okay. And are your employees, are they working in an office with you in Berlin now, or are they also traveling the world with their laptop? Yes, you have to you have to um, um, divide between internal employees. We are all travelers. We have been travelers. We still are. Uh-huh. So dependent. But on the other hand, there are hundreds of freelancers working with us at every month because it's a crowdsourcing business. Uh-huh. So um, and they are all spread all over the world. Where a lot, lot of them working from Eastern Europe, uh-huh. a lot of them traveling, others in Asia, others in Australia. So really work remotely in this company with a lot of freelancers such as crowd agency crowdsourcing based business mm-hmm. and um, all of them are barely seeing each other so n- really nearly never in person and um, in best case from time to time over Skype via Skype or Google Hangouts but most of the time we communicate on Slack Asana which is a project management tool or um, email very cool. And so what do you like about the, the crowdsourcing space? What are some cool stories that you guys have done that have really helped people or, or bring more work to people? Yeah. So while I was working in marketing industry as an employee, uh, 
was more and more creating a huge network of experts in their fields, like SEO experts or design or development experts. And uh, we were, this agency was working for the high-end customers like Apple and um, Procter & Gamble and MTV. And those guys, those big companies, they don't have the problem to source marketing or design freelancers or agencies. It's, they just pick the whatever they think is the best choice. Right. But small, small companies and um, startups, they have a huge problem getting access to agencies. They just can't pay the great agencies. And they also, so their choice would be a freelancer, but it's very, very hard to pick and find a great freelancer. Often they don't really know what they really need. Is it a designer? Is it a front-end developer? Mm -hmm. A developer? Well, they, they're not sure would be the cleverest marketing step to go. Is it social media? Is it the buzzword content marketing? Should I go for SEO? So they have no idea what to do often, if, um, especially where to get a real expert in his field. And this is what we um, make it easier for, for, for our clients. So we um, focus on the German market. And when we, ever, when we, when we um, at some point get an inquiry, we always do a kind of a um, consultant, which is totally, uh, how do you say, objectives. You know, so they, are, they have, if, if you normally go to an SEO agency, they will for 100% sure tell you SEO is the thing to do. But we don't. We ask the client, what do you need? And then internally build the perfect team meeting his criteria. So I think we, we are kind of a, kind of a um, team of experts for a lot of things clients have needs for. And we can internally build an interdisciplinary team to, to make this happen in the shortest and cheapest way. I think this is why we um, have a lot of smaller companies and clients to get kind of the service of a great agency, but for the price of a freelancer. And you're focusing on the German markets. Do you tap into any other markets besides Germany? That's right. I, I do try at the French market at the moment with a, with a partner. And I did a bit try in the English-speaking market. Um, yeah, I would, but we are 100% full with the German market at the moment. Mm -hmm. And as you know, this year I tried to scale with, with more employees and it was kind of a fail. So it was a very stressful year. And um, at the moment, I don't have plans to do, but I'm sure I will in the future. Maybe I'll find the right fit, a good partner who could execute English-speaking market well. So I would give it a go. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, there's, there's no really need for it. Uh, I'm more than 100% um, full every day. And there's no really need. But of course, um, I would like to in the future, yeah. Let's talk about your travels and growing this business at the same time. <laughs> Because there's a lot of people, I think, that have the dream or the desire to travel to different places in the world while building a business. I was going to Asia and then started to build the business. I had no business before. I would not recommend to do this to anyone. It was <laughs> one of the most stressful years of my life. It was. I went to a lot of uh, sleepless nights and headache. And uh -huh. I would recommend to take it a bit slower or uh -huh. maybe. maybe Maybe not. Maybe this was the reason why it succeeded. There was no other chance. Succeed or die, you know? Right. So, and not really die, but this was, it was much more pressure than doing it from home and saying, maybe I skip the journey a few months later. Let's see. <laughs> but there was huge pressure on my shoulders. I needed to execute. Maybe it's a good choice if you want to put yourself in so much stress, but 
maybe a more relaxed way to be start on the side and whenever it's bigger than your income or the income you would need wherever then start to the travel that would be much more relaxed but maybe take you longer but you will have less gray hair yeah it's hard to tell what's the best way to do that and it always depends on the person i've heard of a lot of digital nomads that will build their business first have good income coming in and then work while they travel and i've heard of a lot of digital nomads that need to build their business while they're traveling i think me personally like for me the urge to leave was so strong that i couldn't stay any longer to build a business it's any bigger than it was yeah. and so i had to go and for me yeah i had a lot of stress but for me it was completely worth it because i would rather be stressed building my business in costa rica than not stressed and building my business back in america but i just had that urge and that desire like it was time to go so you started out, what was the first country you went to? Uh, I went to Thailand, mm -hmm. and then I went to Australia, and then uh, a bit back, back to Asia, through Southeast Asia, China. Yeah, most of the time I was in Southeast Asia. And how long were you staying in each place while you were traveling and building your business? It changed a lot. Um, I think a lot of people underestimate how hard it is to focus and work on the go. Mm -hmm. I mean, you need to have a stable Wi-Fi connection, which is getting better and better every year, but it's still sometimes a pain, even in co-working spaces in Asia or somewhere. Um, for example, having this call now could be could be very hard because of internet connections. And then also you need to be very focused, so force yourself to work on one of the most beautiful places in the world is, is kind of... Uh, asking a lot from you and also, <laughs> and also um, yeah, finding a, a surrounding where there's a working atmosphere while traveling. I mean, I mean if, you, if you can't afford a great Airbnb place or whatever, you need to go in the eight people dorm room, you know, and having party guys coming in there every night and a bad Wi-Fi connection in these, uh, in these communal rooms, there's not a great working atmosphere. So, yeah. So uh, we... I kind of lost the point. What was the question again? Sorry. Uh, I was just asking how long you spent in each place, but uh, something oh, yeah. came, came up I'd like to ask you. Were you in hostels with big yeah. dorm rooms and you were, yeah. you were building your business? See, that's something that I actually didn't do, which I'm grateful for, and I see why you're, you were stressed <laughs> and I wasn't as much stressed. I rented an apartment, and I, and I was a slow traveler, so I would rent an apartment for six months, three months, six months, or a year, and then work in that apartment or house, actually. Yeah, I couldn't imagine working in a hostel with a bunch of people, partiers coming in and out like that. Yeah, I needed to. In the first year, I was, uh, since I was just building the business, I uh, went through Asia, was around 5,000 euro. There's no other choice than being in the cheapest accommodation, having the cheapest food and working your ass off. And then becoming a slow traveler, having the chance to become a slow traveler, being in better places the more the fun kicks in and it gets interesting and inspires you. For example, I was for four months living in a yoga village in, on a small island. And this was one of the most productive times of my life. I had around three hours yoga every day and the rest of the time I was just in small beach um, bars in a very remote place and working eight hours a day very smoothly, happily. And this was, this was when it was one of the most productive and most 
effective times of working in my life for sure. Wow, that's incredible. Now, do you think the business would have had as much growth if you weren't put in that spot where you had to build it to survive? Mm, not sure. I think I'm a very, I'm a kind of, it's typical for me to work my ass off. Now at the moment, everything is very smooth, but I'm still doing sometimes 10 hours a day and dedicating an hour to learn new stuff every day. I just enjoy doing it and maybe the pressure wasn't needed, but uh, yeah, I can't look back in the, in the past or look in the future. I'm not sure, but I think it was a big help. It was a big help. But I trust myself to maybe even made it without this, without the pressure. Could be. Not sure. I cannot say, honestly. What inspires you about this business now, Leon? Um, a very big word for me is freedom. Mm -hmm. So to be, to be able to make my own choices, not being so much depending on uh, what maybe a boss or any, anyone would say to that. So... Being free enough to make choices for myself, for, for the ones I love, and for my friends, being with whom I want, where I want to, this is really uh, satisfying me a lot, and I wouldn't trade this freedom for any money or anything, I think. It's really cool. Let's talk about some must-dos or hacks that you have for, uh, for crowdsourcing agencies, and what are some must-dos for them? Yeah, maybe I take it a bit more general and don't um, talk about how to build a crowd agency. I would say uh, when you want to become a location independent entrepreneur or want to become an entrepreneur at all or want to, want to build something, mm -hmm. I think there's two major key facts which help me and which I still do every day. Mm -hmm. And I would say it's learn, learn new stuff. As I said, I, dedicate, I try to dedicate one hour every day to learn new stuff. At the moment, it's coding. I could, I could tell you why it's coding. And the other thing is execute, do it, um, execute what you've learned. It's the only way to, I mean, be, be, be brave and eager to fail also. Just learn new things you're interested in and then execute them, see what's the outcome of it. Now, when you say you have a new project or a new goal that you're working on and, and you're a bit afraid or nervous to start it, what are, what's some advice that you could give somebody who's kind of hesitant to start that new project? Because it doesn't matter how far along you are as an entrepreneur, people still get like the butterflies in their stomach before they start a new project. I did before I started this podcast and I was hesitant and you know, I'm like, those fears would come up. Should I, should I do this? What if people think that's a dumb idea or what if I fail? You know, what are some suggestions you would have for people? I totally know what you mean. I'm, I'm digging into something new at the moment too, minus e-learning, and um, I'm I'm a bit afraid to of course it's leaving my comfort zone again, and I think people handle this in different ways. Mine is to just just go for it, just do it, and maybe see it as a working draft and put it out and get some feedback and make it better. Just do it. That's my way of handling it. Very good advice. Any other advice you would like to give the listeners before we sign off? Um, before we sign off, maybe I would say uh, I want to say something about a, a free project I have. Mm -hmm. It's called uh, Digital Nomade Job Finder. So it's digital minus jobfinder.com. Mm -hmm. And it's just a, it's just a free um, website where location independent entrepreneurs can share jobs and it will stay free forever. Uh, when I started this, 
this journey of being location dependent, it was very hard for me to find mind-aligned people who work with me. So I thought it would be a great, great gift or giving back to create this job board where guys who are mind-aligned can share work with each other for free. So I, I, so I want to point out that this is existing and everybody's free to use it and find jobs, share jobs. We'll add that to the show notes for sure. Digital nomad jobfinder dot com. When did you when did you start that, Leon? Was that when we were in Morocco? No, I had this running a year or more before. Okay. This, um, yeah, it's just as as I said, when I uh, learn something new, for example, coding, as I do at the moment, I directly execute. So I directly build this board, trying to um, trying to execute my coding skills I learned and build this job board. Yeah, and I think also thought it's a great help for everyone to share jobs within the DN community. So yeah, this was the reason for building it. Awesome, uh, and I bet there's a lot of digital nomads or wannabe digital nomads out there that would love to find some type of work through you. Uh, yeah, but it's hard to find a sorry, it's hard to find an employee which is for whom is it okay that you work remotely. So if if mm-hmm. you only get jobs from also location dependent guys, it's much easier to to don't have this as a problem. What's your plans as an entrepreneur for the next five to 10 years? I want to, this is my plan for this year and also for I think the next three to five years is to um, go a bit back from service and going into products, digital products, because it's much easier to scale and it's not always being in service, trading time for money would be a great choice. So this is What's on my flag for this year and for the next upcoming years? Incredible, my friend. Okay, I think we'll wrap up the show there. Leon, can you inform the listeners where they can get a hold of you at if they want to reach out? You could write me over the Digital Nomad Job Finder job board. Just write to the, to the admin. Or you can go to click-your-ads.com. Also right there in the contact form. Or just... Write me an email at leonhoffman at icloud.com. Excellent, my friend. Leon, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for sharing your wisdom with the listeners and your entrepreneurial advice. And I really appreciate you taking your time for us. We're going to wrap up there. We'll see you, Leon, and we'll see you listeners next time on the show. Thank you, Chris. Bye. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day to day, you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for those that are in the Entrepreneur House, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This year we have three different events, a three-day productivity weekend in different cities all around the world, a two-week all-inclusive retreat for entrepreneurs with six-figure businesses. This will be full of workshops, masterminds, and adventure. Then a four-week event in Chiang Mai, Thailand for established entrepreneurs, also full of workshops, masterminds, advisors, and fun weekend social events. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as possible. These events will fill up fast. For those of you that are interested in have some questions be sure to contact us through the entrepreneurhouse.com forward slash contact we will respond as soon as possible for now saludos from somewhere in the world